answer a fresh godly answer about it. It's been since 
October. So um, when I first got it, God told me that this season would be for me to connect. And I didn't know what that meant. And I was like, okay, connect, that sounds real deep, God, cool. <laughs> and so I didn't really know what he meant, but he really meant for me to connect with different women around me. And so, but to be clear, not for networking. He didn't tell me to network. He told me to connect. He told me to connect based on um, not what I could give them or what they could give me, but simply woman to woman, right? So um, it was so crazy because he said it, and I was like, okay, cool, that sounds great. Now who I'm connect with? <laughs> and so I really, really felt on my heart. Um, I see Danae like on my timeline a lot. You know, she just always putting up great stories. You post that much? You post that much, but it's good. But I saw her on my timeline, and I wear wigs, y'all. And so Danae is my wig. So I was like, when God told me Danae, or He showed me her, I was like, well, we already connected. She made my wigs. sure that you are in tune with your intuition which in, is aka your spirit mm -hmm. so God was telling me the same exact thing I ignored it because I'm like I'm, I'm just saying yeah what are we gonna talk about had no idea so when she said it I was like it's so crazy because I've been feeling and hearing the same thing in my spirit and so it was crazy because she's the one that just uh, she reached out so okay God which what are we gonna do with this both of us, so we, when we got to the McDonald's, we were both like, sat down and was like, so I don't know what we're supposed to be no, here. That's <laughs> exactly what we said. I don't know what we're supposed to like, talk about. You know, I had my son with me and everything. Like, I don't know. But we were like, okay, well, let's just talk. Let's just talk. Let's connect. Let's connect. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of, oh, we said, no new friends. One thing we gotta throw out. Yeah, have we no had that like friends. mindset of I'm not talking to her. Like yeah. I got friends, I don't need no new friends. Like we would not be. We here. would not. We be would not. Here. Yeah. So throwing that out the window, we just sat down and connect, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> like legit in the middle of the conversation, it was like a light bulb went off with the Like we were talking about something random, and she was like. Right? Mm -hmm. So, ground rules. Child. Ground rules. You know, I, 
like for there to be some moments where you get a little excited because you hear something and you feel it in your shanana. Yes, shanana. <laughs> and what we want to hear y'all yell out in the, any given moment is, Girl love. <laughs> like Be fearless about it, speak it out, and give it to us. Right. Okay? And I don't know, I don't care how corny it may sound, and I think they were doing this two years ago, but we're doing it today. Okay? Girl and this love. is why, because we want you to stand in your truth, right? And so whatever hits you might not hit the girl beside you, but you know it's for you if it hits, mm-hmm. if it hits you. So you can say girl love to yourself, but you can be here, okay? And it's going to be some random girl that's coming, but it's okay. okay. And, right. and we expect full interaction while we're going through this. So if someone feels in the moment that they want to spill out something, if you feel like, if anybody else feels like they have something they want to opinion or something they want to give back, please first ask the young, the lady that's next to you or whoever is giving it if it's okay to give their opinion. We don't want to just spill out unnecessary opinions over everybody without the being accepted. Some people just want to just, just say it and they just want to be listened to. So feel free to speak out without judgment but make sure that we're asking if it's okay to give an opinion on that subject. Okay? Y'all good? Yeah. All right, so the first thing we're gonna do is we have a little activity. So, I need a volunteer. And don't make me pay, because I'm ready. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just quick with it too. (laughs) Chelsea, put that down, put that down. Put your notebook down. You need clean hands and a pure heart. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chelsea, so you got stand right here. You gotta close your eyes. And you cannot cheat, okay? Don't cheat. Don't cheat. And I'm gonna give you something to touch, okay? Okay. And don't cheat, all right? My MacBook right here, so don't be nothing crazy. So first, before she touch it, tell her what, what is this What is this about? I gotta, I gotta wait. You gotta wait, okay. I gotta wait. Okay. I just got something for you to do. Just put your hand in it. <laughs> Look at that facial expression. <laughs> and not, nah, close your eyes, put your hand in it. Thing. 
or do a thing, and we like, uh huh. We question it. We question it. Try to figure out what's next. Try to figure out. She was. She just said. She said, I know it was. A, I knew it was wet. <laughs> I knew it was a. Ball. She was trying to figure it out, but she kept going anyway. But like, I think the thing that stood out for me was when she said, I know it wasn't gonna hurt me. I know because I know you. And so how many times do we like shy away from a thing because we think it's gonna hurt us instead of remembering who our daddy is? Mm -hmm. Like he's asking you to start the business, to write the book, to go to the relationship, to do the thing, right? And you're just like, I don't know. But like you need to get something in your spirit that's like, I'm gonna touch this thing blind. That was like bird box. <laughs> <laughs> that was only right, that was only right. She in here, that's my mentor y'all in the back. And she told me something yesterday about a blind faith. Isn't that what we said? Blind. That was like an actual like blind faith moment mm -hmm. where you touched this. She touched this thing, right? And she just had to trust that God had her or that I had her. And so in life, you got to trust that he got you. Like he loves you. And he's not going to ask you to touch anything that's going to hurt you. He's got your back. Girla? Girla. 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 Yes. So, all right. Oh, defining fear. Um, I just I will start with asking a few women to yell out. Um, what does fear feel like? Anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety. Yeah. Nerves. 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 Uncertainty. Uncertainty. Like Confused. Anything else? Lost. Lost. Okay, so when it comes to defining fear, I, in my personal journey, has learned that our fear came from, it didn't come from the Bible because God did not give us a spirit of fear or timidness. He gave us a spirit of courage, of boldness, and of faith. But we have allowed, unfortunately, starting with parents, friends, society, to label fear for mm -hmm. us. When starting from the beginning, there was no fear. Girl, up. There okay. was no fear. So they have allowed them to put, they, we have allowed them, we can't say allowed because we didn't have control of it. But from the beginning, we have been consumed and inherited the fear of others. Mm -hmm. And they have created the definition of that. Mm -hmm. When the actual definition of fear, in my opinion, is courage. It's courage because why would who who decided that anxiety should be bad? Who decided that confusion should be bad? Who decided what was it that our nerves should be bad? That doesn't even make sense. That our nerves would be bad. Our nerves have been created to create, to be restored. To our cells have been and our brain has been created to to envelop a spirit of courage. But we have allowed society to take into a different direction. So our goal here tonight is to completely redefine what fear is and to walk away with that definition in our spirit and not allowing one more minute of us to walk in the spirit of what we have held on for so long. Because we what have, what has it done to us? So we can yell out for me, what has fear done for you? Stopped you. Stop you. Some depression. Okay. Yes. Uh huh. Complacency. Mm hmm. And what? Say that again. 
Procrastination. Lord, I know that one for sure. <laughs> Lord, I know that Girl, one. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, but I don't remember seeing any of that in the Bible. But I know each and every one of us, we believe what's in the Bible, right? So now, can we question ourselves as to why we're not following it? Why we read? Why? What? What is the point of reading it if we're not living by it? You know, so now it turns into we have to rewire ourselves. And oh, and it's work. It is work. It is consistent, daily, minute by minute work. Are y'all ready for the work? Yes. Yeah, because it's not just when we leave out of here that it's done. I mean, when you go home, before you go to sleep, when you wake up, while you're brushing your teeth, fixing your face, doing your hair, every step of your day, it is work. And that also consists of removing distractions. Man, these distractions. <laughs> distractions, oh my God. So we'll get more on the distractions later, but so one thing that I wanted to do, and y'all did it, it's very important that you name what you are afraid of. Like defining fear means that you have to name what you're afraid of, right? Because just because you don't want to name it doesn't mean that the enemy won't use it. That's good. That's so good. Girl, love. You can act like, right? You don't know. He know. He know. And he going to use it, right? So it's important that you call it out because naming a fear is confronting it. Don't shy away. You can't change anything that you won't confront, mm-hmm. right? So it's important that um, that you name it. So if you're afraid, you can walk around acting like you're not, but you're playing yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like you're only playing you. So it's important that you name it. And it's not saying that because I'm afraid, right, of X, Y, and Z, I'm weak. But it's saying because I'm afraid of this or because this has tried to, like, take, over, take me over, I now know what I need to execute. I know what I need to move as a distraction, mm-hmm. right? Or what I need to remove as a distraction. Um, that's, yeah, name the fear. Okay, so let me name add into fear. that. I think a lot of times when it comes to fear, a lot of us miss those moments of thinking. We think all the time, but are we comfortable with sitting back and really thinking on those things that have stopped us, that has paralyzed us from moving forward? And I call those thinking moments because in those thinking moments, I found that it takes me to break down backwards each step from my fear, the root of it. Mm -hmm. Starting from ground one, why is it that I'm afraid of applying for that job or starting Mm -hmm. this business? And you will find that it was something from 14 years old that somebody did to you. Or said. Or said. You probably never even thought of the event or the actual circumstance that created that root. But you built up a wall. You built it up. And it stayed up because you never addressed it. Girl up. So we have to start addressing what it is that has stopped us. Not just that I'm, I'm scared, right. I might fail. Right. That's not enough. That's not enough. That's not enough. Because what you're going to do is you're going to stop right there, and then you're going to go lay back down, and then you're going to watch TV. And then you're going to let something scare you again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The same thing. If you don't define it, if you don't face it, it's going to come back up. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. So it's starting with the root. Allow yourself that time to sit back in your room by yourself. No music. Open that Bible. If you take just one verse, 
And it doesn't always necessarily have to be a Bible. Okay? We have so much material, and we'll give you some, just ask, we'll give you some material that'll help get your mind going and allow you to start to reflect. Because that's the main thing that we're missing out on, reflection. So what we'll do is when we get to those moments that we'll be scared and we'll be bored and I don't want to think about all of that, we go call that girlfriend. Girl, what you doing? Let's go out. We go call that man. You want to come over? We're going to get online and we're going to do some shopping. <laughs> you know, that's girl love. We're going to shop. We're going to find everything and we're going to go all around it instead of address feeling void. void. So taking some time to sit to ourselves. And that may take us not communicating with people. And I think a lot of times the reason why we don't do it is because we're scared of us. Girl. We want somebody to love us and we're scared of us. That's so good. Girl. Girl. That was it. Yes. Like, who, how do you want him to love you? But you, you want him to love yourself. you. Like, you have to sit with you. But what does that look like? What? Sitting with you? In, in loving you. <laughs> <laughs>
expectation of having someone who loves you and doing doing the things that you wouldn't do for yourself. Like I'm at work and I'm busy and I know that I probably need to get a salad, but I don't feel like we're going to do it. So my husband and I go So if my husband loves me so much that he can get up and go get me a salad, like okay, you need to stop what you're doing at the office. Go and get you a salad. A lot of times, like I said, it's about vibration because we work on frequency and energy. So eventually, I'm going to either attract that from my husband to where we both are into health and you know working out and you know. So that's that's kind of back piggybacking on the whole self love thing. If you can create this, y'all can say do this game too. (laughs) And that's not a game. That's really the work. That's the work. Know this, yeah. and sometimes we know this, 
and still, and still don't do it, <laughs> which is, I'm going to say most of the time, like on many things, we know but still don't actively do this. This is what, this exercise that she, she has done is literally the work that we have to do every single minute of the day. If you have to write it down so that you can remember it, there is nothing else more important than us focusing on, first of all, what we put into ourselves. And what we put into ourselves, once we start, our brain cells start to, tr start to grow. Like trees, they start to create branches that regenerate different cells that move through our body and create us in the mood of wanting to do action. Right. Girl, girl. Girl. You know, so making sure that we are intentional in every single way with our thoughts. Yes, we have jobs. Yes, we have children. But our actions will automatically follow because they are priorities. Our jobs, our children, our family are priorities. So those things that are priorities will be affected by the way that we talk to ourselves. Well, as soon as we have a negative thought, oh, just like we said, when your arm deceives you, you cut it off. You cut it off. Yeah. Right at the head. And you redefine and replace what it is that that negative thought is telling you. Right. You know, what, what? give me a negative thought. Somebody, give me a negative thought. I'm not good enough. Not good enough. Who the, who, girl, but who do you think you are to think that you're not good enough? God has made you impeccable and perfect in every way. You have, God is inside of me. God is inside of me. Who am I to dare allow myself to think that I'm not good enough? I should be ashamed of myself. Girl, you better and you work have to that talk thing. to yourself. Just like, like that. Just like that. Like you are like powerful. There is so much power in this room. Mm -hmm. yeah. That you're sitting in. And mm -hmm. I talk to myself on a daily basis to let me know, especially when I'm going through trials and tribulations, to know that you are somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you want to continue to be somebody, whether mm -hmm. others think you're nobody or not, you are somebody. So I yeah. talk to myself faithfully in the mirror and don't look for a group of people to define who I am. Right. I know mm -hmm. who right. I am. Girl, look at Girl. They say don't answer yourself, but I do. You better. Stuff. And you can switch some stuff up. Girl up. Girl up. Girl up. 
So let me offer the head is first and foremost, like you said, we are a, a powerhouse of women. But one thing that I think we allow ourselves to think of and focus on more than anything are our fears and our insecurities instead of our victories. First and foremost, whether you're a mother or not, we have all come through something. And we are quick to forget what that something is. First of all, I'm a single mother. Lord Jesus, girl, when we got into these situations, we didn't think that's what it was going to be, right? We're raising kids by ourselves. We're either putting ourselves through a school. We get up and we going to work every day. We didn't heal ourselves from broken relationships. We paying off debt, and if we ain't did it yet, we on our way, which is still a victory. We are living life, right? And we're forgetting it because we're focusing on what we going the bad stuff. So let's do something today. Let's call out the good stuff. So if we just get a couple people, just call out some good stuff. What have you accomplished? Just yell it out. Just yell it out. I just got a new job. Okay, wait.
not, I'm, I am not sloppy second. That's when you know who you are and who you not. Y'all better know who y'all not too. choice. And if you can write it out and you can see it, why you can't get it? It's that simple. It. Now that you've written it out, take fear off the table. Throw it in the trash. Is it an option for you for real? Is it an option for you for real? Take it off. So now we have to change our language. So now it's not an excuse, it's an advantage. It's an advantage. So now we're going to talk about redefining fear. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I'm in the spirit. So, <laughs> so I have redefined fear for myself mm -hmm. as my gas, mm -hmm. my fuel to go forward. Because if I'm thinking about a thing that, I, that God has given me, clearly if it's in my spirit, God has given it to me. That means I'm supposed to go. Mm. But if I get that anxiety, that confusion, those nerves start going, then that that, that means I'm supposed to keep going. Mm -hmm. Girl, uh, Girl you know, I'm supposed to keep going. Why could I stop? Because my nerves, our nerves are supposed to go. Right. Because what is really happening is that we're not fearful, we're excited. Right. We've right. gotten excited. Right. Who said that fear is supposed to be when our nerves start going and when our fingers start tingling and our heart right. start going, that, that that's bad? Right. We have a heart. It's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And when we get excited, it's going to be faster. Y'all wow. know what excitement feels like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be faster. We're supposed to be hyped. 
Well, who told y'all that that was supposed to be bad? So one thing that God gave me to tell you guys was the, the thoughts that you have. Like take those captive. Not that scripture. Take captive every thought and make it obey Christ. So who did God say you were? Let's back up. Who did God say you were? So you say that you ain't nothing or you're not good enough or you don't have the education. But what did God say? You're more than a conqueror. Mm. Right? So you take those thoughts and you make them obey Christ. Like you have that power. Remember that power we talked about? You have it. So you grab those thoughts and you make it obey what mm-hmm. God says. So every time those thoughts of fear pop up and every time those thoughts of doubt pop up, you not, you got to have something to fight back with. That's why you got to know a word if it's one scripture. <laughs> if you don't know it, write it on a piece of notebook paper, carry it around with you. That's fine. We're not bashing you if you don't know it. Learn it. Right? But you have, because that's your sword. That's what you fight with. So you have to have something to fight the enemy back because he will come. But you are greater. Right? Greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. So you got to be able to fight back with something. So if you got one scripture that says, I'm more than a conqueror, I'm swinging that job all day. Oh, I'm that's it. I'm going to collect the call. yourself, but it's going to require that you stand up for yourself. And I don't know if everybody else can, you know, um, agree to this, but I think for fear for me, it makes me fight harder mm-hmm. and develop a strength that I never knew I had. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you are afraid of something as, you know, you just like, oh my God, I can't do it. Oh my goodness, this is that. It just makes me feel like I'm going to overcome that because I'm going to prove to myself I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes fear for me makes me fight harder than what I really want to do. And you have to do it mm-hmm. in certain situations. So for me, it gains strength. You know, I gain yeah. strength behind it. And it makes me feel like if I can get through this and conquer that, I can do anything mm-hmm. I want to do. And that's because strength only comes from adversity. Right. Yeah. Only right. comes. There is no, there is one cannot exist without the other. At all. So y'all want we want to be strong. We want to be fearless. We want to be bold. We want to be courageous. But you do have to be weak. But when you feel that period of weakness, you give it to Christ. I'm going to keep on moving up. Because he will turn that around into my strength. There's no other way of gaining strength if we're not in the presence of weakness and humbling ourselves to be like, this is what I am in this moment. God, I do not feel comfortable in this. But you said it, you meant it, and I believe you. So I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to do it anyway. But that turns me over to failure. Because I think so many people, especially when it comes to doing these businesses, even relationships, all of it, we're afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. But can yeah, I tell yeah, y'all? Yeah, yeah, can yeah, I yeah. tell y'all? Let's go. Girl. 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 Right here. Right here. Y'all are witnessing the seeds of failure. Facts. Literally. Myself, as well as Van Nisha. We have launched businesses. <laughs> we have t-shirt done events, lines. t-shirt lines, jewelry <laughs> lines. We have done so much that one would consider failure mm-hmm. if they lived in fear. Right. Mm-hmm. But what we considered them were seeds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's because good. through each of those situations, each of those failures, mm -hmm. we learned. Right. Mm -hmm. We became strong. Mm -hmm. And one thing about it, too, when we were talking about it, because we had this realization today while mm -hmm. we were setting up. So if you pay attention, if you look around, we have candles. We have, like, a whole little merchandise section back there, shirts in the windowsill. And so we looked at each other, and we was like, yo, we done did so much. Like, so many businesses, so many brands, T-shirts, like so much. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, yo, this is what we're teaching on tonight. Like, mm -hmm. that was not feet or failure. Those were seeds mm -hmm. that we sowed. And so now look how God will take something mm -hmm. and, like, make it work. Mm -hmm. Like, now look. Mm -hmm. So th in those seasons that we thought were failures, he was like, nah, okay, you did that. Okay, cool. We're going to use that later. Mm -hmm. Like, he works all things. All things together for you. All good. things work together for the good all of things. those that love the Lord. Yes. That is my number one Bible verse. All things. Because again, those failures, I will always use quote unquote because failures are false. Right. They don't exist. They are seeds. They all came together for us to have the ability to sit right here, to have the knowledge to even speak to you ladies. But you have to be bold enough to relabel it. Mm -hmm. Don't let it define you. A season is going to be, and I shared this with a roundtable session, a season is going to be whatever you call it. Mm. So if you call a season failure, that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. But if you call a season preparation, that's what that's it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. Because life and death lies in your tongue, and you have the power to create what you want. Mm -hmm. So you better be careful what you call something. The relationship killed me. No, it did not. It did. <laughs> It broke me. Really? It broke me. You broke? You allowed it. You or, spoke it. Right, you spoke you it. You spoke the brokenness. Not the circumstance, right. but the feeling the outcome of, of the brokenness. So did it break you really, or did God just use it like to rebuild you? Mm -hmm. Girl, yes. Hey, girl.
redefining, removing words from not changing. We're going to remove words from our vocabulary. Can't, cannot, unable. We are able in all things through Christ who strengthens us. Even try. I don't like try. She is mad at try. I don't like try. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And that's what I say. Just do it. 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 Just Preparation and sometimes, sometimes, and I'll, I'll even like counter or you know flip it. Sometimes it is your time. Sometimes you are putting too much pressure on you to accomplish a thing, and you're not inviting God into the situation. Like I gotta start the business, so I have to do everything right. And God is like, no, you just start. Like just create a concept. I got the rest. Like just like what you, the exercise you did. Like so, sometimes it is your time. Sometimes it's not. But then there is a time that it is. But you just are not, you're taking it. You're trying to do God work. Mm-hmm. You're carrying God weight, and it's not, that's not for not you to yours. carry. You're just supposed to do what he told you to do. Because the thing about it is, if he did give you the whole plan, you would mess it up. You would want to change it. You would want to change it. You would like how it looked. Yeah. My best friend. <laughs> She, I'm gonna call people out today. She always, I be like, God told me, and then I was like, God, yeah, you right. And she was like, Oh, God was right. <laughs> she was like, Oh, was he right, really? And I'm like, Yeah, he was right, you know. And so, like, who are you to contend with the plan of God for your life? Like, if He told you to do one thing, you do it, and stop trying to figure out the rest. Stop trying to like carry the God weight of of figuring out the rest, and just do it. Like, get that Nike spirit and just do it. And releasing the expectations of the outcome. We have a huge vision of what it should look like, what we want it to look like, but that ain't got nothing to do with what God has in mind. And and, and here's the thing, and be careful because we say uh, release expectation. No, I'm not going to release expectation Mm -hmm. because God has told me that I'm going to prosper. So I expect it to happen, but I will release the details. Yes, that's it. I like that she said that because for a long time I was in like this very toxic influence position. And every like brand day that I text my name like today I quit today. Today is it. But every time that was happening at that time I was like, nah, today can't be today. And I don't know what it is, but around Christmas break just something, even when I wasn't at the office, just something just in that gear like Sierra put that two weeks in. Sorry y'all. Mm-hmm. Sierra put that two weeks in. I was like, I don't know. 
hearing that voice. Like I wasn't no, didn't know if it was my voice or was somebody else or not. <laughs> That's what I meant by somebody else. <laughs> Last Monday I put him at two weeks. I don't know what's happening, and that was my stepping out of fear. This is mm. okay. Y'all, I don't know what's happening. I've been denied for a job, a few of them, and I'm. Something crazy happened last night. I'm praying that that's this miracle that's coming my way. But you said, don't, don't worry about what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. My last day is on the 14th, and I refuse to tell him, hey, I need some more time. Mm-hmm. So now I'm putting myself in that place where it's like, you know what? It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But you told me to get out of there. I'm out of there. So I'm just waiting to see what you want. And because you did it, because you did that, God is going to honor your obedience. So even if you don't know what's next, like God is gonna honor your obedience. So kudos to you. Even if it's a person that you love. Yeah. Yeah. 
And these people might not necessarily be telling you don't. Right. They could just be living uh-huh. in a don't or a or a fear uh-huh. fear spirit. Mm-hmm. And because this is up. what you have around <laughs> you, you are imitating mm-hmm. that same spirit. Mm-hmm. Clean up your space. Clean up your space. Oh. You know? And that goes along with what you're watching. Yeah. What you're listening to, your music. Yep. So there was a time there was a time where so like in this single walk, right? Mm. Where I couldn't listen to God. like Pretty Ricky. Let me tell you, Masha Ambrosius, love and what is it? Lovers and friends, and got me in some trouble. Listen, <laughs> I had you cut to, her off. You, you gotta cut her off for a season. And I'm like, is this for a season? Wait till I get my ring, and we well, back on it, right? Yeah. But the thing about it is, you have to be self-aware enough to know when something is harming you mm-hmm. and not helping you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to figure out why you can't get over him. But all you listening to is heartbreak music. Right. Yeah. Switch up your space. Like you trying to figure out why you can't get over this spirit of lust. Oh, this love making music. All you listening to cut it off. Yeah. Cut it off. Cut off, Marcia. Something like if it's you got a toxic environment and you talking about the females around you, loving hip hop might not be your thing right now. None of the reality shows might not be your thing right now. So for instance, I love it. However, when I was going through like this, like I'm tired of being single and like I'm super emotional about it and all that, I couldn't watch like Real Housewives of Atlanta. Because mm-hmm. all they was doing was flying their family, their husband, they, and I was just like, yeah, no, I don't want to watch this. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. So it's like you got to be self-aware enough to know again what's helping you and what's hurting you. Clean up your space, whether it's uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, have, I have literally <laughs> in my season and in my journey, I've had a journey where I have had to follow some people that got some flat clothes, that's going on all these vacations, Charlie, all these relationships. <laughs> that's positive, but it because it put me in a spirit of what I would say envy, jealousy, and discontentment. I had to unfollow it, and it's not personal. It's not like I don't like you. It's just that it's it's making me discontent. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to figure out for real how I'm gonna go on these trips. <laughs> Ain't nobody else trying to make trying to figure. Out. I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna go on these trips so I can one up you. Like yes, Dietrich.
And when you notice you don't feel good, you check that feeling. Mm-hmm. That when you notice it was envy, okay. Thinker moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Allow yeah. yourself to go through that process. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I mean, that's just like, when I say positive patty is like, Everybody's ultimate ego. <laughs> that alter ego that we should strive for, just yeah. being positive mm-hmm. and just cleaning the space up here is so important. Mm-hmm. Just making sure that we're using the right words, we're saying the right stuff. We, we watch what we say to our children. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Girl that's key. Mm-hmm. Like just giving them labels and telling them or trying to, oh, you just like your daddy when you do mm-hmm. that. And <laughs> like they're their own person, and then we grow up and we listen. didn't feel like who I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't take, it wasn't me. And mm-hmm. God was making me feel uncomfortable. He was making me feel, he was allowing me. I would say mm-hmm. he was allowing me to feel uncomfortable in those definitions that other people had given me right. and had made me feel. Mm-hmm. And it was so necessary. Right, because it pushed you. It pushed me, it, because I knew that if I did not change it, I, would, I don't know where I would be, honestly. I wouldn't be right here. I would probably be depressed. I, I literally had a vision of myself one day in the projects. I, I, I had an addiction to weed. Well, everybody think weed is, is not bad. For some, it's not. Everybody is different. It was a literal addiction. I had a vision. God gave me a vision of me being pulled over one day with weed in my car, being locked up with my children in my car, and living in the project. This is what he put in my spirit. And when I had that vision, I broke all the way down. I can't let this happen. This cannot. This is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. And it required me to redefine and find, remember who, no, not even remember, because we, ha- we go through so much of where we don't even know anymore right. who we are in Christ. I had to find out who I was mm-hmm. in Christ. That's good. I asked him, who am I? 
Who did you say I was? And he literally told me. He told me. I remember standing in front of the mirror one day and it's like not liking how I looked. It's like, God, I want to see myself the way that you see me. I promise you, he transformed me in front of my face. And when you ask questions like that, um, and when he gives you the answers, Mm -hmm. right? And you have to like switch up your lifestyle. Mm, Completely. Because like he'll say, I don't know, um, you know, you're the head, not the tail. Or you're a bug, you're not Not beneath, right? And so then you stop asking people for to do stuff for you. Not like not from a place of, you know, um, I'm I'm better than no. But it's just like I know where my help comes from. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. now I gotta switch up my lifestyle, right? And so it's it's very important that you back to watching your counsel, Mm -hmm. that you don't have have anybody or that you don't require anybody to like champion you. It's good to have a team. It's good to have a cheerleader. But if you got to do it by yourself, or create an imaginary team, or create a if you got to create an imaginary team, you better do what you have to do. They are not going to champion the vision because God didn't give it to them. And recognize that there will be some mad people. Yeah, and you got to do it anyway. You have. To They're gonna be mad. Anyway. They're gonna have questions because God didn't give them the vision that they gave you. Yeah. That He gave you. So you can't expect them and stop being mad when people don't have your back. Mm-hmm. Oh, you ain't got my back. That's cool. It. I'm gonna do it anyway. And that goes back to that um, that what is that? That no new friends mess that we need to get mm-hmm. out of. Yeah. Surround yourself with women who are. Bold, right, right, right. Who you have seen walk in that spirit of right, courage, right, right. who have no timidness and are not worried about the next one. You've seen that woman, cause you. I, I wish I was like her. I wish I had that spirit to just get out and do it just like her. I want to have a business like her. Be her friend, right? Reach out, right? Don't be afraid to. Uh, friend up. Like go up. That's yeah. 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 Friend up. That's it. When you yeah. when you see somebody that's doing what you want them to what you want to do, mm-hmm. be their friend. And it's not that you're using them. That's not what you, but you're changing your circle. Right. Yeah. Cause it's or or stay in the circle you're in. Mm-hmm. And stay where you at. See how that works. But it's important that you always have Yep, you want you want you want to say something? Yes. That's my mentor, y'all. Please stand up. Come forward. Hi. What you just said was really, really good. So I just went through a season where the Lord was speaking to me about writing a book. Mm. He was speaking to me. And I was on a team with a group to write a book. And some things happened, and I was no longer on the team. So my best friend came to me, and she was like, I had a dream that you were writing a book Mm. with the team. And then you were not writing a book with the team. So I was like, I received that. So I prayed about it. I just got the copies of my book. Sure. <laughs> okay. But, uh, this is the lesson. The woman who helped me to publish my book lives in California. Mm. She is doing exactly what I want to do. I have never met her face to face. I have only FaceTime with her and talked to her through email and inbox. This woman walked me through the process. Guess what? She my friend, y'all. With her, how did that? How did that connection come in? Social media, <laughs> and I just reached out. And you her. reached out. Well, this is the other thing. I followed her for like a month to see what she was doing, mm-hmm. and then I got on a live call with her, and she spoke into my life. Mm-hmm. She, the Lord, revealed to her some things about me that nobody else knew. So 
my spirit was in agreement with the work she was doing, mm. her posture, her position, how she carried herself, and she was able to identify me. Mm, right, 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 right. Where I got all these other people that know me but don't know me. Mm. Mm. So what oh, happened was I had to disconnect from the people that I thought knew me. Girl and then I sent her and others, and she literally took me under her wing, was the first person to sew into the book. Mm. and called today and was like, I'm so excited for you. Reposted it on mm. her platforms and everything. Mm. So what I said to her was, I was like, I'm going to bring you here this year. Here, God. She said he lives in California. She's doing mega ministry. But I'm believing God that I'm going to be sitting beside her like they are this year. But it took for me stepping out of faith and not being insecure about my gift. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because the word of God says, your gift will make yes, it will. you. Yes, oh, it my will. God. Yes, you before a great man. She's a great woman of God. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Everybody that she knows, She's brought me to, under her wing to yeah. meet them too. So who needs to step out this year? You know. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the formula for your friendships. You probably want to write this down because that gets to me, right? So you friend up, right? You're in the middle, and then you have someone that you can help behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't friend up without helping someone behind you. But then you make it about you, and they won't know about you. In the first place. In the first place. That's your formula for friendships in 2019. You friend up, you got you in the middle, you're learning, right? You're leaning from somebody, you're getting taken under their wing, right? You are being uh, molded into the next version of yourself, but at the same time, simultaneously, you're helping somebody behind you. You are blessed to be ble- to be a, a blessing. blessing. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that mentor. Sure, can you? <laughs> the other thing is you have to detox. Girl. You need somebody needs to give yourself at least 21 days. What I mean by detox, disconnect from those unhealthy relationships. Sometimes we think we're helping them, but they're destroying us. Like, if you're fasting and you're still cussing people out, just eat. God don't want you to starve and be nasty. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, our pastor always says, if you are fasting, right, not eating, but you're not praying, you're just on a diet. (laughs) (laughs) You're just dieting. So let's talk about real quick just, like, how to fast. And this is, like, just a real loose guide. Mm -hmm. But so when you're fasting or when you're detoxing, right, especially if it's a spiritual Take the time that you would typically eat, and if you're at work, for instance, right, instead of um, having lunch, go to your car and read your Bible. Mm-hmm. Go to your, fill up. So those things that you would naturally fill up on when you're eating, then you fill up on things of the spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you read your Bible, read a book, or, you know, whatever type of book that you're reading. Do your devotional, listen to scripture all day long, be filling up on something 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Because if you just say, oh, I ain't eating, you just walk around hungry. Amen. Amen. Because you hangry. And then remember, it's just between you and God. So you don't have to be like, oh, I'm fasting. I can't. You got to tell nobody. You got to talk about this between you and God. This is when you, the Bible says brush your teeth, uh, do your hair. That's what it says. No, in the message, Lauren. You know what it says? It says brush your teeth, do your hair, look normal, beat your face right. Right? And go out and be great, right? But make sure that when you are turning down your plate or when you're not getting, and it's not just eating, right? So if you're fasting from social media, when you're not scrolling, make sure you scrolling on YouTube to a sermon, right? But make sure you're filling up on something when you're not eating or doing whatever you normally would do. Make sense? My bad. Hold on. Girl, I don't know where to go So, last part. <laughs> How to make fear work for you. So we had a little exercise, right? And basically this exercise is going to bring everything we've been talking about today together. Um, you can make a little uh, chart like this on your paper or you can, you know, do, do whatever the little digital. do. Um, so this is called Faith Over Fear. I'm going to get my teacher on real quick. Mm-hmm. So it's called Faith Over Fear. And so basically, we're going to take a few minutes, and we're going to turn on the music while they do it. Um, we're going to write out what fear says. So like, fear says I'm not enough. Fear says I don't have enough money. Fear says I can't accomplish. I'm not creative. Whatever your fear says to you, and don't make stuff up. No, what, what fear is really saying to you, that's what you write on your paper. That's what you put in your phone, right? And then, so what? So let's just go ahead and get out of the way. What's the worst that could happen? You step out on faith. What's the worst that could happen? Did you die? Did you die, though? <laughs> Your life get cut off. You got some good-smelling candles, girl. <laughs> what, like, and nobody wants their lights cut off, but in the event that it happens on your way, you got some candles that smell good in daylight. Okay? Like, so what? Let's go ahead and get out the way the worst that can happen. You, you walk away from a relationship. I'm going to have a broken heart. Okay, put it up there. You're going to be all right, right? I've walked through it a lot of times. So, so you know, so it's like, what does fear say? And then get out of the way, so what? What's going to happen? What's the worst? And then the most important part and my favorite part, the evidence of God in past wins say what? So write down what it says. So, like, fear says I don't have enough money. The worst that might happen is my lights might get cut off. But I remember last month when he paid my mortgage. That's good. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, evidence of God and past wins say what? And this is what you're going to, like, dwell on. This is what you're going to meditate on. Because we all meditate on something. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're replaying in your mind over and over is meditation. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you, whatever you're thinking about. So, let's think on those things that are good. Whatever things are lovely. Things that are holy, like, good. Let's think on those things. So, we're going to write all of that out. And then we're going to figure out what we're going to think on. Um, and then we're going to come back up and we're going to share a few and then we'll close out. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to take about what? Six minutes or so? That works. That works.
So I think it's just a fear. It's something that I'm still battling. I haven't let go of it yet. But just writing it out just now is like, so what? Like, I'm going to friend up. Right. That's not, it's not a supportive friend. And just not on the same wall. Right. And whatever you think you lost, got to restore it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like time. Fully. Fully. Another one? Y'all playing me. Y'all like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's see. Let's do this. Let's do this. If you're going to share, raise your hand. If you know you're going to share right now. Just, okay, so we'll do one, two, three. Okay? Five. So fear says, I cannot act like actors, professionals. So what says, go out for different projects? And the evidence of God and past wins says, I've been in two major films mm. as extra in background. Um, I'm currently looking for a speaking room. Um, and I was in a, a VA lottery commercial, and um, and I'm currently sending off um, some work that I did to um, the Star Project at um, ABFL. Can I have your autograph? And you have planted seeds. Yeah, yes. yeah. Those are your seeds. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Two. Okay, so fear says I don't have enough money in the bank. Um, I don't know all I need to know about the business that I want to start, and I'll be defined by my past mistakes. So what says I will not have a place to live while trying to create my business because I want to open a hospice home, but I'm picturing it being my home that I'm in now and me building a new home for myself. Um, evidence of God says I accomplished being an empathetic supervisor with many trials. I rebuilt my credit and I'm still standing more mature than ever. Yes. Shanice and I 
I was like, I can't believe it's happening. While I was eating, I was like, I can't believe it's happening. And it's not me, it's not us. But I'm like, God, you're so faithful. And you're faithful to see a vision through. Like, you're faithful to do what you said you would do. single woman that was bold enough to share what she was afraid of, Lord God, um, what the enemy has shown her. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that they have overcome fears just by opening up their mouths. Yeah. 
and just confessing a thing. And so now, Lord God, because I don't want to stay on fears too long, I just thank you for who you are, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are the alpha and you are the omega of our lives. You are the beginning, God, and you are the end and everything in between. And so, God, I thank you that our days are already written. Mm -hmm. I thank you, Lord God, that we don't have to walk around afraid or scared about what is to come or what we might lose or who we might lose, Lord God, because we have you, and in you we have everything. God, you are our sufficiency. We declare that tonight, God, that you are our sufficiency. You are everything that we will ever need, oh God. You are our providers. You are a mother. You are a father. You are a job. You are everything, oh God. You are our talent, Lord God. You are everything that we need. And so today we surrender the things, Lord God, that we have taken with us for years. We surrender, oh God, the fears that we have carried for years, Lord God. And we pick up our faith. We pick up a spirit to just do it, to just go, to just be it, oh God. We pick up a spirit, Lord God, of just going forth in your name, regardless of who isn't with us or regardless of who talks about us, Lord God, we will go forth, Lord God. I come against right now every trick of the enemy to make any of these women think that they are inadequate or not good enough. And I call them forth now and I say that they are more than enough because you are in them. I come against right now in the name of Jesus any fears or inadequacies that they have, Lord God. And I speak right now that you will use those things for your glory, Lord God, and for their good. Have your way in their lives, oh God. I speak right now contracts, Lord God. I speak right now, open doors, oh God, restore relationships. God, even those relationships that we think are too far gone, God, you are restoring in this season. And so anybody in this room, oh God, who needs a relationship restored, anybody in this room, Lord God, who needs just faith to move, Lord God, I pray that you would give it to them now in the name of Jesus. God, we stand in expectation, oh God, for what you're going to do. We stand in expectation, oh God, for the doors that you're going to open and the ways that you're going to elevate, oh God, move. We say, we are yours, God. We lay ourselves down at your presence and at your feet, God. We say we are yours. Have your way in our lives. We give up the right to be right. We give up the, the desire to have it all together because we done did it and it ain't right. Like we've done it this far and it's not right. So, God, we, we give it up. And we say, let your will be done. God, your will for ours. Let's make that exchange today, God. Yes, God. We lay it down. We're yes, not afraid Lord. anymore because we know that you are a good, good father. Yes, Lord. That's who you are. And we're loved by you, God. Yeah. We know that yeah. you are not going to hurt us. Yeah. That there will never be a thing that you ask us to touch, oh God, that is going to hurt us. Yeah. But you have great plans for us. So now I speak great plans yes, over every woman in this room. I speak expectation over every woman in this room. God, I pray that you will manifest yourself in a way in their lives, oh God, that it is undeniably you. That they have to say, that was nothing but God. Like, I won't with this God thing before, but that won't nothing but God. God, make yourself real to these women in this room, Lord God. And I pray that every single one of them, as we leave this place, that they will go out and they will make their homes brighter than what they were, their workplaces brighter than what they were. Nobody at work is going to hinder them. Nobody at work is going to make them bitter or mad or angry. God, I pray that we are salt and we are light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Salt and light from this day forth. Yes, that everything we touch that was bland, it got to be yes. salty after we came. Yes. <laughs> that when we walk in the room, we bring something in it. Yes. And when we leave, we take something with us. Yes. God, just be undeniable in our lives. 
and we will give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. We thank you for what you've done, and we stand in anticipation for what you will do. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Stop being afraid of how it's going to make other people feel. Mm -hmm. Stop being afraid.